The Wings Over New Zealand show is brought to you in association with the Wings Over New Zealand Aviation Forum, New Zealand's number one aviation discussion forum online. There you'll find discussion on all aspects of New Zealand aviation, from history to current affairs and thousands of photos covering the Royal New Zealand Air Force, airlines, general aviation, warbird restorations, air show news, sport aviation, home building, gliding, aviation media and much, much more. You'll be in good company with other aviation enthusiasts, including pilots, engineers, warbird owners and restorers, historians and authors, modelers, aviation photographers and many others. Sign up to the Wings Over New Zealand community now. It's free and easy. Just Google Wings Over New Zealand and you'll find the forum. Hi, it's Matt Jolly from WarbirdRadio.com. Listen, I am thrilled to have Dave Homewood as part of our broadcast family and bring your stories, the stories of the RNZAF, heard right here on Wings Over New Zealand to our global audience. Thanks for listening. I hope to hear from you sometime at WarbirdRadio.com. G'day, I'm Steve Vischer. And I'm Grant McCarran. And we're from Plane Crazy Down Under, Australia's aviation show. And you can find us at planecrazydownunder.com. We reckon for the best coverage of the Kiwi Warbird restoration and aviation scene, you can't go past Dave Homewood and the Wings Over New Zealand show. On you, Dave. Yeah, good on you, mate. Yeah, we've got to get to New Zealand soon. Where is that anyway? Well, it's where I grew up. I thought that was Brisbane. The Wings Over New Zealand show would like to acknowledge the great support it's had from Fly DC3. You can fly back in time with Fly DC3 from Ardmore Airport, charter the DC3 Dakota and fly into the past. It's an experience you'll never forget. Fly DC3. Go to www.flydc3.co.nz. Welcome to the Wings Over New Zealand show with Dave Homewood. Welcome to the Wings Over New Zealand show. I'm your host, Dave Homewood. And I'm talking here with Andrew Gormley from the Classic Flyers Museum in Tauranga. Hi, Andrew. G'day, Dave. How are you doing? Great, great. Now, you've got another air show coming up very soon, haven't you? Yes, we do. We've got another Classics of the Sky. It's uh, Strike Masters at Sundown on uh, Saturday the 21st of January, next weekend. Excellent. So that's eight days away, um, tomorrow week, basically. And... uh, yeah, it's going to be another classic uh, air show, I'm sure. Uh, the last one that you had last year was fantastic with the uh, evening show. Um, I really, really enjoyed that. Yeah, I was much the same. We, we had a lot of um, public, uh, positive public comment from it and uh, the whole sort of evening format at this time of the year with the, with the temperature and everything at the beach here is really good and um, it's a nice bit of entertainment. Bring the family, you know, you can uh, have a beer and have a bite to eat and then watch some really cool activity. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, now you mentioned that it's uh, Strike Masters at sunset, and you've got the two—is it two Strike Masters coming? Yep. Uh, yep. A pair doing their thing as the the headline billing act throughout the show, on and off. Um, amongst all the other aircraft, of course, we've got quite a few things. The uh, RNZF with the Sea Sprite and uh, the Texan Two, of course, that's going to come and do its first demo here in Tauranga that we've ever seen. Wow. Yeah, so we're looking forward to that. Yeah. Excellent. All sorts, yeah. So what else uh, What else can people sort of expect to see in terms of the uh, other aircraft? Well, um, we'll have the Yak team here. We've got uh, uh, we've got the Catalina, which we haven't seen much recently in the last few years. That's going to uh, impress locally, I think. Uh, also just got our own De Havilland Devon fly. And right. that will some laps backwards and forwards. And uh, that's been out of the sky for a while. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
51 it'll be here uh, what else oh a few other things as well i mean our, our ground activity build this year is hot rods dragsters and superbikes so right that'll sort of appeal to a whole group of of uh, other interested parties um and uh those guys will be splicing their sort of separate acts in amongst the um flying displays alongside the flying displays basically but, but like them oh it's going to be excellent and of course you've also got um you've got some of your aircraft that are ground running as well haven't you now that uh, that we didn't see last year like i believe the mackie's now able to run its engine and the avenger as well sure is mate and thanks for mentioning it the uh the Avenger, the P-40 and the Machia, three of our uh, what we call static running projects uh, that we've um, completed now. And uh, all three of them, well, they act and look like they'd go flying. And the Machia eventually will. But uh, at this point, we've got it to a running stage. We're very proud of it because it's the only Mackie running again in New Zealand. So it's yeah. good and, and we're really impressed with it. So, yeah, it's nice. That's actually really cool that you're going to have the Mackie and Stripe Masters there. That they, they actually... For a very short period, um, served side by side, and uh, was it 1992? I think, uh, as the Mackies were taking over from the Stripe Masters. I remember those days. That'd be right, early 90s, and uh, they complement each other really well. And strangely enough, of course, uh, most of the pilots we know that are engaged with the the Stripe Masters, uh, many of them know the Mackies well as well. So um, they look at our one with a bit of a, a raised eyebrow. So yeah, um, yeah, we're we're looking forward to the whole mix-up. Yeah, it'd be great. That's excellent. Well, how much was involved in getting the Mackie running again? Was that quite a big project? Or Yes, it has been, and it's still ongoing. I mean, all this year, once we've um, moved past focusing on an air show, we'll, uh, we'll work back on some of our projects. And the Mackie project is uh, we have to strip the aircraft back down um, and reconstitute it uh, in a signed-off sort of method. Um, yep. but we know everything's as good as gold in it, and, uh, and at that point, we've just got to get engineers to sign it off properly once it's completed. And at that stage, it heads towards flying, test flying. Excellent. That's going to be just amazing, really. I mean, everybody said when they started going off to museums, oh, we'll never see one fly again because of the engines. But the fact that you guys are actually doing something, um, you, you're getting it done. I mean, that's fantastic. We, we pride ourselves on that. We, we like to sort of uh, take on a challenge, obviously a realistic challenge. But the fact that the uh, Draken guys are operating them over there in Florida has certainly helped. Um, I mean, it, it puts a bit more history in front of us. Right. Dare I say it. And, um, and therefore, uh, we can sort of springboard from that to get our aircraft going as well. And we've got a good one. We're, we're very happy with our aeroplane, so it's, um, it's positioned well, you know, no problem there. Right. That's actually a really good point. I'd forgotten about the fact that they're operating still over at, uh, uh, in Florida with Draken. That's, um, that, that's something that you know, everyone said, oh, you won't get them flying here. Well, they, they had no trouble getting them flying there, didn't they? Yeah, well, that's the thing. The, the, uh, the airframes, or engines, airframes, everything, have only done a few hours, really, in the scheme of things, overall scheme of things, and pretty tough, well-built, uh, nicely engineered aircraft. So, um, yeah, it's when you think about it, the overall picture, it might be easier to get going than some of the aircraft that are already being rebuilt for flying. Uh, well, that's right. Yeah, when you, when you think about it. Uh, yeah. We're certainly not frightened of it, and we... Um, but we have to use all care. Uh, we are aware of some of the issues that they had, um, but I don't think they're insurmountable at all. No, no, not at all. Uh, and a, another big project, of course, um, we mentioned was the Avenger. That's been something that we've been following through the year and seeing it uh, come back to um, 
it looks pristine now with uh, its RNZF paint scheme back on it, and it's um, uh, you know it's got the engines running and the, well the engine is running and the um, yeah uh, the, the the wings fold and the, the doors open and shut, don't they? So, so even taxis. The, um, yeah. Though I must say it's such a big item, we we're very careful taxiing it because um, we don't want any brake failures or anything to occur. But uh, no, we're really impressed with it. It's a, it's a beautiful exhibit. And uh, the guys have done an amazing job. But we, um, it's, uh, you know, how to put it, about 18,000 man hours. We've produced a lovely little promo uh, DVD of it. I must send you one. The, um, All right. And it just shows the stages of its rebuild. And it's very impressive, the whole whole crew's effort. It's amazing, really, when I think about it. Um, and we're very pleased with it. I mean, it looks like you go flying just about, doesn't it, when you park it outside? It does, it does. I, I saw it uh, when I was over in your museum um, at the beginning of October, and it was, had just been painted then. And it looked as good as Brendan's one, really. <laughs> it just looked fantastic. Exactly. In fact, at some stage, unfortunately not this year's show, but at some stage, um, perhaps during the middle of the year, we'll, uh, we'll ask Brendan to pop up with his aircraft and um, see if we can park the two side by side and get some pictures of them both running. Um, but I think that would make a nice little sort of postcard look, wouldn't it? Absolutely, that would be fantastic. That would be absolutely fantastic. I, I was very familiar with that aircraft back when I was in the Air Force because it used to be parked right outside my workshop door uh, in number six hangar at Wigram. It used to be stored there, and so I quite often used to have a wander around it and have a look over it. And even though it was fairly complete, it, it, it was a bit, um, what would you say, tatty, I guess, because it had been stored outside for a long time when it was in Wellington. And to see it restored now back to this, um, just brilliant just fantastic i never thought i'd actually see it get to that stage yeah well we of course looked at it and um i must say we all took a swallow at the moment we looked at it and said whoa yeah. uh, and, and of course um you know two years later out it pops and um oh yeah now the boys are very proud of it and rightly so it's, it's yeah. a very cool item very imposing item you walk out into the uh into the main hangar here and you see that standing up there even with its wings folded you go crikey that's big <laughs> mm, absolutely it's a big aircraft <laughs> yeah, uh, I used to be quite involved with the um, uh, 30 Squadron Association. They were the guys that flew these things and, and maintained them, of course. And uh, I know that for years they were very concerned about what was going to happen with their airframe back when it was owned by Wigram and then when it got loaned to Gisborne. And they were always worried that it wasn't ever going to get to this to any sort of stage. And it's just a shame that there's not more of those guys still around now. I think most of them, if not all of them, are dead now. So, But they would have loved to have seen what you guys have done. Yeah, yeah. The um, that's the thing. It's 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 a marketplace that's diminishing, isn't it? Uh, the guys that know this yeah. stuff, but at the same time, being able to sort of capture that and uh, hold it in time like that—that's um, our job, isn't it? That's what we're doing. So yep, well, absolutely. Yeah, it's all good fun. We're enjoying it on the way, mate. Yeah, it's great. And you've got some uh, air tour projects on the go now, haven't you? We do. Uh, the ones we've picked up from Canterbury, down in Canterbury, there. Um, the uh, uh, we've got three little aircraft there that we're well. We're beginning the, the the process of starting the first one of two that will make airworthy. The third one we might sort of keep as a bits are hanging from the ceiling, but um, but two of them at least are going to get become airworthy to go alongside our little air tour um, six zero. So um, we'll have a jolly squadron of the damn things. <laughs> that's, that's great. People are laughing. <laughs> So, uh, are those ones um, New Zealand built ones, or are they Australian built? Uh, one's an Aussie, one's a New Zealand one, from memory. Oh right, okay. Oh cool. Um, yeah, yeah. The it was it, 
taking those on because we've got one already and I think they're a very underrated little airplane they're actually quite popular by the people that fly them and the people that don't know them may not feel they're so popular but um, I think they're a lovely little aircraft aerobatic etc etc but um, the beauty for us is that's they will be the first of our flying projects that we'll take on the guys have got good at reconstituting aircraft now we're taking on something and we thought they were perfectly situated because they're simple enough for our crew to have a go at something that um, has to have proper uh, airworthy status sign-off, you know? Right, absolutely. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. And just getting back to the, the air show, um, I remember last year's air show that you put on, you had some really innovative um, new things that, that were thrown in there. And, you know, most air shows, if you go to all the air shows around the country like I do and, and a lot of warbird enthusiasts do, often the acts get a bit... Um, samey if you know what i mean and it, it was really great that you threw some interesting new things in there new twists like the harvard being stolen and uh, um the the one that i that sticks in my mind the most i absolutely loved it was there was a a pit special display which i can't even remember who the pilot was to be honest but and not not saying anything against it but it was just an average display but halfway through suddenly he was attacked by the Megasmith 108 and i just thought that is brilliant. That was just such a... It was a wee bit tongue-in-cheek, wasn't it? But we, <laughs> it was. <laughs> we, we liked the idea because we'd sort of staged the message with the Spitfire. We, I said, well, we, you know, Colin wants to fly this a bit more than just one flight. And, and we, went, we we never want to say no to stuff like that. So um, yeah. I said, we might as well see the yak off with it. And we might as well see the pits off with it. So <laughs> poor old Steve got shot down and so did Russell. Um, but uh, and we thought that was enough tongue in cheek to make everybody, you know, anybody like yourself or or us all that like that sort of thing, we got a smile out of it, eh, mate? <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. No, that was great. It was it was one of the great moments because you just didn't expect it. You know, you watch, watching an aerobatic display like you often see, and then suddenly he, he gets attacked. Yeah, <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, you know, it all just creates a slightly different interest level, and it's the same with that woman. Nut, nutcase blooming copper who, who who went mental and stole the Harvard. Um, yeah. I had to laugh with his Superman suit on, whacking his backside at the crowd <laughs> and being caught by the dogs. I like that bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so that was a bit, bit funny. But, uh, yeah, no, it's all good fun, isn't it? You've got to do these things. Got to, got to sort of put a wee bit of different flavour to it, I think, because, uh, and, and that's another reason we've changed the format somewhat. There's a lot of reasons, a lot of issues attached to it. Um, but it just, oh, I suppose, creates a little bit of light entertainment for an evening, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And and by the sound of things, this air show is going to be quite different from the one you did last time. It's not going to be just another variation of the last air show. It's going to be quite a different one with a, a focus on the jets. So, that's right. um, yeah, that's going to obviously bring in uh, all the uh, the jet heads out there, the um, the ones who love the, the noise and the... Kerosene burning, um, mate. That's what it is. Smell that kerosene. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So that's great. Um, just a, we should probably go through uh, a little bit of the um, the details. Uh, as you said, it's on the Saturday, the twenty first of January, so it's eight days away. But um, tickets uh, twenty five dollars a head for an adult, or fifteen for a child's admission, and that's a cheap air show, mate. Oh, it is. It's it's pretty good entertainment. I mean, if you want to go to an evening entertainment with of any other variety, it'll cost you more than that, won't it? Um, yeah. So you know we're pretty happy with the way the pricing's sort of situated. Uh, you get a you get quite a lot for your money, um, and it's relaxed. It's not too there's not too much pressure on anybody. You can drive in, you can park your car. There's plenty of room to park, and uh, you can you can buy something to eat or you can bring something to eat. You can even buy something to drink. So um, yep. and you can watch some pretty cool entertainment ranging from 
jets right down through to small aircraft, right through to rev-headed blooming motorbikes and cars. So it's yeah, it'd be pretty exciting for those um, who participate. I think. Eh? Oh, absolutely. And the, the gates open at uh, uh, 1 p.m., so um, you've got the whole afternoon and into the evening um, till sunset, so um, it's, a, it's a great way to spend a Saturday evening, isn't it? I believe so. It's uh, one of the best bits of entertainment we'll see here in um, Tauranga, but uh, not withstanding the fact there's some very good entertainment out there, but um, yeah, no, it's, it'll be a good evening, I'm sure. And uh, as long as all these women, terrible pilots behave and all these terrible car drivers, we'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be great and the weather let's hope the weather behaves as well yes that's right it's probably the biggest issue if it's a, if it's a nice afternoon a bit of sun perhaps even a bit of cloud cover we'll be uh, we'll be smiling yeah exactly and i noted on uh, on the website that um if the weather does close in on the saturday then you'll have a um a sunday air show instead yes it'll have to be pretty harsh weather before we shift across to the sunday based on all the logistics of trying to do that yep. for all the yep. people that are participating. But, um, yes, we have a Sunday rain-off day. So uh, if it's bad day Saturday for some reason, we uh, make a decision, we tell the media, and everybody gets told, uh, come back Sunday. Same format again. Yeah. I, I think, um, re- realistically, though, this time of year, the, the main weather problem that we have to worry about is slip, slop, slap, because it's going to be a hot summer day and hot summer night, isn't it? What I say to people, um, don't be frightened. Uh, if you want to, you know, bring your brolly. Um, certainly bring your bring your sun hat and plenty of water if you've got some and your chili, and yep. uh, and make sure you've got the sunblock. That's exactly right. Because um, usually it's a pretty warm afternoon. So, is there anything else going on at the museum uh, at the moment? I know you've had a, a fairly busy year. Um, is there anything else you want to discuss with the museum? Well, I mean, we're business as usual again for the new year. We've uh, got um, the usual sort of commercial plans, a little bit of expansion here and there, and uh, we're chasing some more projects, of which oh, yeah. unfortunately I can't divulge, but things like the Avengula are the style of thing we're looking at, so they're different again. And right. uh, so, no, we're pretty pleased. I, I think this year's going to be a neat one as far as challenges and opportunities are concerned, yeah. Fantastic. Well, we'll certainly be looking forward to any news that comes out of new projects. Um, uh, you know, particularly on the Wings Over New Zealand Forum, we we like to follow what's going on there, and we've got a few of your uh, keen volunteers who who post information up there of any news or items that are happening, and uh, so we're always very keen there. Yeah, no, no problem at all, mate. We, we are too. It's uh, it's neat for all the enthusiasts to hear what we're up to. So um, we'll keep that up as well. I must say, uh, it's it's great to have a forum there that um, how would you put it? All the interested parties have a bit of a focus on. Right. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So anyone who's uh, wanted to visit the museum uh, at any time over the summer or, or coming year, um, you're in uh, Jean Batten Drive at the um, Tauranga Airport, aren't you? That's right, we're at number nine, Jean Batten Drive uh, at Tauranga Airfield. Yeah, so, uh, just right next door to Bunnings, isn't it? That's right, just past Bunnings, yeah. Yep, yep. And it's a fantastic museum, I've been there many times now and um, always enjoy the experience, I always... Uh, see something new there every time and um, the cafe is brilliant and the people were fantastic uh, one of my favourite museums actually to be honest oh thank you very much <laughs> it's one of mine too mate <laughs> so, yeah, yeah no, it's, it's, it's great and um, well you know we've been here 12 years now we're just moving further forward from success to success and that's not without everybody else participation of course that's how we do it right right and you do it well. And you guys have got a fantastic core of um, 
volunteers and uh, and uh, permanent staff there, and um, it's always positive stuff that comes out of, of your place. I, I always love hearing news from you guys. It's it's great. Yeah, that's the intention, isn't it? Keep keep it moving forward and upwards, eh? And yeah. uh, how do you put it? More enthusiasm just breeds more enthusiasm, doesn't it? Really? Exactly. Exactly. And uh, no, it's going to be it's going to be good. Uh, the air show next week. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm definitely going to try and get over to that and have a really fun Saturday. Yeah, I'll look forward to catching up with you and uh, and um, we'll have a yarn on the day, shall we? Yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll uh, keep an eye out for you for sure. Uh, you're going to be fairly busy over the next couple uh, next few days and and leading up to the show. So uh, I better let you go because you're um, you're probably flat out, I'd imagine. Yeah, it's plenty to do, mate. And uh, it'll, it'll be like that all the way till the, till the show. And once the thing's started, I'll be able to just look around and go, oh, well, we're, we're, we're in the breach now, whether we like it or not. So, yeah. <laughs> no, it'll be fine. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a good show. So, yep, we'll catch you then. Excellent. Thanks very much. Thanks, Dave. See you. That was the Wings Over New Zealand show with Dave Homewood.